Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Welcome to Ageless by Rescue, the show where we deep dive into the intersection of science and cellular beauty and wellness, unraveling the transformative power of artificial intelligence in revolutionizing predictive healthcare is the topic of today. I'm Bahar Etmanen, and in today's episode, we have the privilege of delving into the future of health with a true pioneer, Jim Keane. Jim is the CEO of Molecular U and a seasoned tech executive. He's always had a passion for innovative, consumer-oriented health and wellness digital experiences and is now at the forefront of AI's impact on healthcare. Today, he's here to share the remarkable fusion of technology and medicine, a fusion that has the potential not just to treat ailments, but to foresee and prevent them. Together, we explore how AI is paving the way for predictive healthcare, the ethical considerations it brings, and the collaborative approach that's key to fully harnessing its potential. Get ready for an eye-opening journey into AI and healthcare revolution with Jim Keane. If you think about it, our master plan is our genetic code, right? And we each are super unique, even though there's 8 billion of us on the planet right now. And there's infinite variation. So within that, let's say 98% is good. And there are a couple of things that maybe we all have our kryptonite, just to borrow the Superman analogy, where... Maybe through the course of life for most people, it never kind of surfaces, but maybe there's this combination of unique environment or, or diet or anything like that, where all of a sudden it exploit that weakness. And so what if you could edit that? Maybe it's the same as if it was a house, you'd replace a board. You, you have this incredibly fast clock speed that allows you to all of a sudden compute all these different variations and potentialities. And it would just take us forever to do that, but they can do a massive amount of pattern matching and recognition. In fact, quietly, one of the very first big AI victories last decade was this ability to begin mapping out all the proteins in the body. And I understand that this is now being made available publicly for everyone. That's one of the, the, um, you know wonderful things about the uh, health and wellness community and the medical community is that some of this research is is then made available. Is that correct? Yeah, it's starting to become available. It's still very limited, but where the CRISPR stuff we're, we're not quite doing, but we're, they're kind of like a, a really friendly next door neighbor, right? So for us, uh, what we're doing is about, so I had a diagnostic company 10 years ago. And uh, it became fairly well known. It was Wellness FX. And for three years I had, it was in the Valley. And so we were all part of this quantified self kind of guerrilla movement. And we got going. And for a while, I was getting tested once a month with the, the full blood diagnostic platform, about 250 biomarkers. So I really got to see how my biology worked. And I would take a test and I'd say, all right, if I took this supplement, I wonder what it would do. And by the time I was done 36 months later, I knew my recipe for life. So I get the results back. And first of all, good news, because it was a little apprehensive. Uh, All 26 were what we call in the green. So that's good. My lowest score, because 
given its multiple, multiple biomarkers, we also want to make it really approachable for the average person. So we do it on a zero to 100 score because we all grow up being graded zero to 100, right? Very true. And we instantly know what that score means. So in dietary health, I got a 78. And that was my lowest score. And that was in the green. And I, I can imagine you're a super achiever. So 78 did not sit well with you. I, I was. You totally nailed me. Uh, I was unhappy. I, I double clicked and I started looking at, all right, what marker is the offending one within that cluster? But uh, what can I do for it? But then all my other ones went up from there. And my average score across all 26 categories was um, 92.5. So Bravo, I'm so, clapping for you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm happy because uh, for myself, yes, but I'm also happy because it means that anybody, if they had the right tools, could do that, right? So that that's that was the the key point for me there. As a consumer, I like to call myself a citizen scientist. Mm-hmm. My father yeah. is a scientist, but I am a citizen scientist, and I'm deeply curious about this evolution. And um, you know, my entire show is founded on the concept of being curious about the cellular. Uh, the the science of cellular wellness. Yeah. So for me, what what you're developing is my dream state. Like I would love nothing more than to be able to purchase this disc for under a hundred dollars, to know more about my cellular health, and then to be able to make informed, deeply personalized decisions about the supplements I take, the sleep I have, the mm-hmm. diet that I follow, the amount of water that I drink. And so I was really invested in that other business being a success. And it was... And it's disappointing when it doesn't happen. I was about right? to say, it was yeah. hugely disappointing. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was a woman. So, so going back to your other question, though, there, so there's that. So the opportunity is there, right? Uh, it's just the market and the scale and everything had to catch up. But on the uh, area that you bring up, which I call uh, consent management. So I used to work at an insurance company. For I, after I sold my company, I went to work for a big traditional insurance company because I wanted to figure out how traditional healthcare worked. And I learned a lot there. But one of the things I did is I ran a, a consumer platform for about 2 million consumers. And we were really having to deal with uh, data accounts. And so my personal uh, philosophy that I brought over from that experience is that your data should belong to you. And you should have a very robust account or personal health record that actually manages your consents because data is a really interesting thing for consumers and healthcare orgs. Some data, if you're an org, if you want to contact them or transfer the data for the consumer, you have to get permission every single time. Some data has like every six months uh, you need permission, but otherwise you can just do back and forth. And some of it's evergreen, meaning once you have the permission, you can do consent management with the consumer around their account. So these companies get very, it's very complex and there's no commercial software available. But what we have uh, set up in our philosophy is, is that we're on the consumer side. So when you buy your test, even if let's say your employer in the US uh, provides your healthcare, your data belongs to you. Do you think now, that that's going to be like the biggest part of your marketing pitch? Because I think what you've developed as a scientific um, innovation everyone wants. Like, I mean, there, yeah. there'd be many people who, who you'd be hard pressed not to want to know that. And help well, and, and it's going to be your cornerstone data because there's this thing called um, this movement. It's a huge market. It's called real world data. 
that is coming out. And so if you have cornerstone data, that's data that when it comes in, it almost becomes like the strategic crossroad that activates, in this case, all the other data sets. So let's say that you have been going to a neurology clinic for years and you have your claims for your insurance. You also have maybe your doctor notes uh, observing you. Um, and then maybe you've had imaging to um, you know, check neurological progress. And then all of a sudden you have dropped in there our proteome metabolome test. It actually shows, you know, all the other data you have is what's been observed or other means, whereas this shows what's actually been happening over time at the molecular level, right? And then you start cross-correlating all of those uh, data points. You're going to get this really robust model. And so we're very open source too. So if you have other data scattered around, silo data is not useful. If you can bring it all together, you get a much better picture. So we're not arrogant enough to believe that our data set's the only one. There's going to be a lot of other useful data sets that if they're orphans, they're not going to be as useful. But when paired up with ours, supremely useful. So then you get back to the security question, right? Is, boy, I just consolidated all my data. So it's great because it's consolidated, but it's bad because it's consolidated, right? Yeah. So you're trying to sort that out. And there's a couple of things that, that we're working on that the company's actually worked on for a while. Um, there's a really good, uh, I'd say, crypto uh, blockchain uh, research group at UBC in, in British Columbia that's been working on this for years. So we actually have a, uh, we're going to base our consumer account, uh, probably, I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but that everybody would have a blockchain account. So there's two things that we all deal with as healthcare consumers. You're thinking, okay, I'm tackling all my health and wellness things. And, oh, look, I got more in the green here. And uh, I'm able to, to lift more weights because I'm stronger or this and that. And then life happens, right? There's always that one landmine or something that periodically hits us. Uh, and that's serious illness. And so in the case of um, the woman I was just talking about, she had been doing everything right. And she just happened to have a cancer develop. And we detected it at the molecular level. So on the health and wellness stuff, she works with her health and wellness coach that we tee up that's trained in our, our system and all that. But then when something clinical comes up like that, then we have to surface that to her and say, you need to go talk to your primary care doctor. Because we also want to enable a really productive conversation. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship, but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.